Welcome to another episode of In the Deep with Dave. Um, today's episode um, is we're going to be chatting with all things business, entrepreneurs, coaches. Um, John Carden is the guest on today's show. I'm going to let John introduce himself um, and what he does and his background. Um, so over to you, John. Okay, thank you, Dave. That's, I really appreciate that and I'm happy to be here. So, I mean, in brief, really, I, I work now with coaches and entrepreneurs who are essentially looking to get results in their industry and I create them like a personal brand, but I do it with like monetized systems in place to help them generate sales and also to help them really be seen as an expert uh, in the sort of crowded market that they're in. Great. Um, Makes sense. I mean, where I come from, just to give a bit of background then, is because um, I think a lot of coaches or entrepreneurs out there probably I, I like to think um, will recognize this is when they come to doing anything design or branded or anything like that business there's so much information out there and there's so many people saying I could do you a logo for ten dollars and then someone else is charging ten thousand you know there's yeah. I often I often find when I speak to them they don't really know what the right information is um, yeah. and a lot of the designers out there like I say are, are just either straight out of uni or not even got a degree and they've just decided I want to be a designer or something and learn a bit of kit. So it's hard to really police a bit, a bit like the coaching industry. You know what I mean? If you're not yeah, certified, yeah. you know, so the difference with me is this sense of for about 12 years, I worked, uh, worked my way up from like, you know, junior level, uh, in the television industry doing branding and animation graphics. So it was basically like channel branding for every different program or channel. Um, yeah. So I got to work with producers, some of the top end designers in the industry. So you really learn from them. You learn the techniques, you learn how to talk to people, communicate. There's so much more you learn and get from that experience uh, than if you are just going straight into work for yourself. And I yeah. mean, I loved it, you know, I absolutely loved it uh, for years. Um, but there comes a time when you get to a point where you feel like you've learned so much or it's holding you back. Um, and like I say my wife went into becoming a life coach and had a friend also that became a, a high performance coach. So yeah. I started getting introduced because before that I had no clue about that world. You know? Yeah. So, so I got introduced to that. Um, and when I first, obviously when my first, my wife first did it, I created her this sort of personal brand. We created her all the assets she needed, like a website, social media content. We created like a strategy, how she could use it. And she was a part of a certified course at the time. And she just like, you know, shot up miles ahead of everyone yeah, else. Yeah. Um, and when I did that for her, I started thinking, well, do you know what? I, you know, it was during a time where a lot was happening. I think, you know, I was, I was getting to a point of I had enough, you know, doing what I was doing for these sort of big corporate companies. Um, yeah. Needed a change. You know, my mum had just died at the time. So, you know, a bit of a hit. You know, you start yeah. thinking about, well, and I thought, you know, I need, I need to step away from this. <clears throat> I want to use my skill to help other people and do something where I can um, be, be happier and not just in the, in the um, churning out sort of like in the cogs of a, of a, of a massive machine. So, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, so that's in, terms of, in terms of that, then, in terms of your business and where you are now. So yeah. more and more, we're seeing more and more coaches come about, more and more people are, 
you know, what I always call people are having a go, aren't they? People are trying to start yeah. businesses. They're trying to have a go. They're trying to create a, a personal brand for themselves. And, and that was probably one of the reasons why I started a, a podcast as well. It's, it's to raise your profile, raise your personal brand. Yeah. Um, you know, things, the great thing about podcasts is it's, it's a very intimate um, way of communicating and a, a way of getting you know you, you you're in somebody's ear whether they're in the gym whether they're in the car whether they're commuting whether you know so you're very close where YouTube takes a, a lot of time and effort out of someone's life to watch a YouTube video to you know to watch an hour-long podcast on YouTube where you know they can pick these things up so that was very much centered around me raising my personal brand in terms of my coaching and my business coaching and where where I see kind of my business going so how if 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 you were to give an advice there now or you were to start with somebody who's looking to get into that where would you start what would what where would you take them what do you think the key kind of factors are of, of raising that well Again, yeah, you made a good point. A lot of people, there's, there's so many ways you can start. And the main thing is that you do start somewhere. Um, yeah. And you do, you know, but there's so much out there. It is, I find the best result is to pick, like you said, a podcast or you pick the YouTube way or whatever way you're going to do it. You pick one way and, and try and as much as you can master that or get to that level before thinking about taking on too much because people get overwhelmed and think, should I be doing this? What's the latest thing? But the, the key point I would want to make to anyone, no matter where they're starting or what they pick, is like anything, like trying to get the best advice and not skip steps two, three, and four just to get to the, the end because you yeah. end up coming all the way back and having to do it again because the difference between, I suppose, entrepreneurs, you know, being ideas people, always having a great idea, this idea, that'll do it. You suddenly want to act. You want to make it happen quick. Um, you know, yeah. we're kind of like um, impatient kids, you know, you just want it done. Um, yeah. And the difference between that or, and say these big global companies I work with is, you know, they might have these ideas, but they, they're aware of like, you can't necessarily churn them out or they're not going to have the same results unless you've done your homework. And that would be like, like for you, you know, I mean, you didn't just go, I'm going to make a podcast, right? And then it's just going to talk about business. Yeah. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you thought, right, you know, who's my target market? Who do I want to target? Who do I want to listen to this? Who do I want to be on this? You know, what subjects, you know, what's popular yeah. at the moment? Do you know what? I'm, and again, not just what is popular, what I think will get results, but also what are you interested in? Cause ultimately this is what you'll be doing all the time. So you want to pick a niche or something that you specialize in that, you know, you're going to be happy doing the majority of your time. because It's going to take a lot of your effort, especially at the beginning yeah. to do yeah, it. Yeah. So, and people, when they do that, they tend to get results. And then, but generally, like with what I do, a lot of the time is they'll they'll skip, I suppose, like a lot of the visual elements if it, if if that's needed in what they do, you know. So. Um, and 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 why do you think people skip a step? Do you think that people want instant results and instant gratification and instant impact on on creating a business? And as opposed to the internet can get you instant results and things can happen for you but i always believe in you know the, the you go back to the gary v jab 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 before yeah. you put the right hook in i think you've just got to keep jabbing putting information out there you know my podcast is 
interview interesting people interview people on personal brand and you know my plan over the coming weeks is get somebody on on marketing get somebody on on business get somebody on. so try and build a, a a catalog of of information that any entrepreneur that anybody you know in life can go to so not just enjoyable interviews with celebrities and footballers and you know football club owners or wherever it is but try and take people on a journey where they can go and get information from and this is free of charge you know i don't charge for me podcast it goes out there but also it, it it makes understands that i know across the next 12 18 months when people hear me speak when people hear me interview when people hear me get the information bearing in mind when i'm interviewing you i'm getting information that maybe i didn't know about personal branding so or i didn't know about branding my coaching business so it's all a learning experience for me and then when i do do want to sell something on the back of it then hopefully you know yeah i will have an yeah. audience to sell to yeah yeah and it's a but it's about doing that homework i mean like with like with visual content or anything you put out there i mean when i did some work for um facebook uh we would had these branded companies in you know like there was a variety of them like from the inquirer to galaxy to forward so I had people in from them and they wanted these instagram stories made out for whatever they were selling and um one of the key bits of information that the staff at facebook delivered to them was that at the current rate most people making a decision on the first thing they see within 0.03 of a second right so whether people want to disagree with me or not or don't like it or want to avoid it you know how it's a bit like that, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Well, we do. And yeah. how you put, you know, if we work from, you know, if you work from home, you know, do you still like, you know, like, I'm sure we all do like sit around in my pants sometime or don't make much effort, but generally, you know what I mean? Like, you want to make yeah, effort yeah. when you're meeting your, your client base, your fan base, whatever it is you're doing, you want to be true to that. And you want to yeah. put the best impression of you out there, As, you know, while it being false, because you don't want, there's a lot of, especially coaches out there who, like I said about skipping steps, will go, right, let's go do that and I'll spend some money so I make it look good. It's like buying a fancy outfit, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But really they're poor behind it or they haven't got the systems in place, they couldn't afford that jacket. I mean, that's the wrong way of doing it. I mean, yes, we want, like you said, that knockout punch at the end. Everyone wants that. And we are prone yeah. naturally to want to like avoid the jabs and go, no, I want to do the knockout punch. It's just natural in our in our human yeah. you know to, to think like that but we have to almost like again train ourselves in anything and speak to experts and say like you know you can try and skip a beat but you're ultimately it's going to come back to bite you in the ass you know so yeah these so, it, so in terms of that in terms of any coaches out there listening so mm -hmm. let's let's take us through some some you know say educational steps on yeah yeah um, being a coach starting a coaching business getting your brand right, getting your message right, what platform should we be using, what content should we be giving out, how should we be producing content, you know, podcasting, I've said one for, for me, but what else, what, what platforms, where am I going to find my target market, how am I going to position myself, you know, I think, like, I think there's a lot of things on YouTube and a lot of things on Instagram where there's a lot of established, well-polished people yeah. that put the rest of us off from trying to get in that market you know you know you look at the youtubers now where some of the production on a youtube video and the content that they they're giving in is absolutely unbelievable yeah. where 
it sometimes puts off the the person starting where they didn't start with these thousands of pounds production they, they've built up to that so let's let's go back to the start and let's say right okay we're a coach we're launching a coaching business what platform should be on what's the first step so we're a business we want to launch and, and and create a brand and a customer base and you know let what should we be doing what's the first kind of steps you would you would give advice well the first steps i would do is like i said look at those people who are like again before you jump in and and attempt to follow is like take a step back those people might be doing that you might might um look up to those people and think that's where i want to be but you can't fake it so yes you've got you've got to do your research you know you've got to uh come up with a strategy like you know like not just go on every uh, platform pick you know pick some you know pick something that's going to work for you stick to something one thing i would and then like i said about mastering something and getting if you yeah. get you're getting feedback from people that are liking what you're putting out like content wise then you know make note of it make note of of what's not working um don't just yeah. throw paint at a wall hoping it will stick because yeah no successful that, company out there does that you know they don't that's key, you know, and I think that's a, a good bit of advice to pull out there, a bit of a nugget to pull out there is that finding out what posts do work, because sometimes I think the best posts on social media are that you post something, they're always the post with your kids in, or you're doing something at your family, they seem to get the, the best traction, the most likes, the most shares. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because it's relatable. And yeah, and people are nosy. People want to know what's happening, like behind clothes like they don't that's not even business related they just want to know about you and that's what personal yeah. branding is they want about they want to know about you and that's fine to share that and that will definitely help um as long as it's um authentic you know what i mean yeah. like so. and it's then it's then creating them posts where you know right okay we posted something on this content it didn't get much traction didn't get much likes so, or you know and, and having that understanding that what works what you know what content you putting out there is working and is getting the most traction and the most likes and the most shares and the most comments and you know so, so i definitely think that is key about really um trialing different posts trialing different ways of getting information out um and i think that's put you know that's what i do on linkedin as i look at put different posts out reword them see what gets the most traction see what gets the most interest and kind of linkedin's my main platform i do a little bit on instagram but um very little to be fair yeah. but um, i think like you said it's yeah it's finding what you prefer like you're spreading yourself too thin unless you're like you said about you know advice for starting from scratch when you start from scratch it's you you might you might get a va or someone else but it's generally you so why spread your you know what i mean you can dip your feet and get some see which you're getting the best results but then pick one um and and try and master it. yeah and I think that because, you know, Gary V says everyone should be doubling down on TikTok and LinkedIn right now. And uh, interesting, I, I heard someone um, ask somebody else a question, another coach a question, saying, are you going to be going on TikTok? And he went, I haven't even mastered Instagram yet, so I'm not going to be switching to TikTok. And I think that's key where if you've mastered a platform and you know what you're putting on one platform will work on another, where some posts on Twitter work better, but they don't work on LinkedIn or LinkedIn videos don't work the same as they do on Instagram. So I think it's, you know, there's a lot of platforms out there. You've definitely got to master your platform, pick one, where's your customer base going to be. And I believe LinkedIn for in terms of your customers, yeah. there's, there's 
every single business on the planet will have a customer on LinkedIn. That's what I believe. Instagram is very hard. It's very hard to get going. And, uh, you know, I do believe people will check out your Instagram and we'll see what you're following, especially if you're a podcaster, we'll see what kind of following you have on Instagram and things like that. If you're going for celebrities, maybe. But in terms of business to business, I, I don't think there's a better platform than LinkedIn right now. But here's, here's, the, here's the thing or the kicker, isn't it? Like, it's, that's what you found and you're getting results. So, for example, say with someone else, like my wife started on Instagram. She's got yeah. over 20,000 followers as a coach because it's very, very visual and you can do video. And she's good on video. She found she was natural on video. And mm -hmm. the posts she put out and the content she write, uh, wrote along with the fact that she had me, because everything we did was branded, like visual, visually was to a high level. Because again, I think people, they need, like I said about going or doing their research is if, if you're good at something, like um, if you're good at writing content naturally, then great. But you might write the content and then put it in a post on a platform and no one sees it. Now, it might yeah. not be that you're, what you're writing isn't wrong. It might be great, but it might be that you need to hire someone who's going to take your words and make them, visually eye-catching so someone goes within that 0.03 goes oh i like the look of that that's you know what i mean and then it's the way it's written is again when you go back to what i learned in design is you know the difference between design and art is art is subjective whereas design there is a process and actually that makes your eye take in information digest information better yeah. which is why it's a key tool so if you combine those two which is what happened with my wife doing so well she was writing great content or putting out good videos but then we, you know, we create her a visual identity. So every time something went out, that was getting cemented in people's minds as well. So it's the same, you know what I mean? So for that's yeah. why that worked for her. So, but we, we understood that quite early on. Like we, you know what I mean? Like it was like, yeah, Instagram is the one that's going to work for this. And we've created, we were getting great feedback um, from a post and this post done really well. We designed this way. This one didn't so well, you know, compared to say, when someone or when she started out and had no branding and she put out a post just using a generic Facebook, you yeah. know, what can I choose? And it's funny, you know what I mean? Yeah, funny. and I suppose you, you've, you've really tested that platform then. You've tested what works and I suppose you're right, maybe them same posts wouldn't have worked on LinkedIn, but they did no way, no. Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, to go from zero to 20, 20 plus thousand followers is, is great. And obviously your content, your content is doing something right to be able to grow to that very quickly. So I think that's a, that's a great kind of um, a testimonial there. So what, what kind of posts did work on Instagram when you were creating the posts? You know, what was working? How was it working? What, what kind of content were you creating? Well, it's, it's, that's the thing. It always, it's, it's evolving all the time, isn't it? Like now, like you said, like LinkedIn was never really around. So now I'm spending more time on LinkedIn and less time on, say, Instagram. Yeah. But but she got to a level of it knowing what works and it hasn't changed that much, but you do need to mix it up. So for example, we might have branded, you know, like coaches, you see it all the time and it, there's so many of them out there where there's like an inspirational quote, you know what I mean? And everyone's yeah. posted. How the, how the hell are you going to, is anyone going to make note of your quote or what you you know what I mean? Then over someone else's, yeah, yeah. the exactly same one. So quite often then you do need to rely on, how you're visually you're coming across if you're on a platform like that that is very much visually but you know it's all visual isn't it photos and uh, videos so the way to win at that is to have a really professionally designed brand visual brand and that's what we found but to answer your question about like what do we find results wise well they have like i said they've changed so 
what I, what I might design for her like three years ago was working really well for maybe a year. And then she noticed like figures sort of drop and now it could have been partly the content. But what we did is we mixed up or redid a redesigned that, that uh, template for say like a, a quote box, you know, and yeah. we did two or three and she started posting the two or three out at the same, you know, like in between each other and found that one in particular was really, people were really loving, loving that one. You know what I mean? Because of the way it was designed, how we kept the quote uh, structure, the length of it, so forth compared to other ones. So therefore the other two, we kind of ditched and stuck with that one. And I think it's the same thing. It's just keeping your eye on the ball and going, this is working, this is working. Now I've noticed it's not so much. So let's, you know, let's just tweak yeah. it. It doesn't mean reinvent a brand like, oh, completely change my colors and my fonts and this. It's more about just refining things and learning from. And do you work. keep, is it important to keep everything looking the same so if you put a quote out it looks the same if you put a message out yourself there's a there's a color scheme if you put a video out it's it's done in the same format is there an importance behind doing that do you think yeah i mean that is what brand how would you create a brand like the word itself being branded obviously the danger when you get to a mass level is obviously might people might just become blah to it because if you're not you know, breaking it into different sort of areas or sections, people might just like lose interest generally. But if you've created the whole point with a brand, it's not, it's, there's the visual level, how it looks, you know, there's your voice, the tone, the content, they all need to work together. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like you might be really good at one, but you need to bring another one up to the level. But I would say if you're starting out any entrepreneur, even if, even if you can't afford to hire a designer, keep it simple. Yeah. And like what I say, keep it really simple, clean, white, lots of space. And so it allows your content to be seen and get across. And now I would say like pick one or two colors and pick one or two fonts. And if you design, a, if you design like a quote or stuff you're putting out, keep it the same. Start building yeah. that, aware, that brand awareness so people know as soon as they, like in that 0.03, they won't even have to read it, but they'll see it and their brain will digest it and already know this is that person. I'm interested because they've done something good before. I'll, I'm prepared to read. Whereas yeah. if they see a generic, say Facebook, I've chosen the red background, they're more likely to just scroll past it because their brain, in that time, you know, registered. It's making you stand out, isn't it? It's making you yeah. stand out from all of the other posts that may be happening on Instagram. And you're right in that because I've, I've, I've followed a few different coaches recently, just a few people that, uh, you know, who were coming on my podcast um, very, very soon. So it's like, I've noticed their posts more, not because I've started following them and started communicating with them. I've noticed their posts more because they stick to the same branding, the same color, the same font, the way they write their post on Instagram. This is an Instagram post. So the way they do their, their, their post and the way they publish it, I know. And it makes me stop when I'm scrolling the feed. It makes me stop because I go, oh, well, what the thing? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Like it and then move on. So I do get that. I think you do get to know the people that you follow, the people that if they're pushing out the same content, it is right that what's going to make them stop on you. So from, from the branding, from that, what else goes next? And you're, you're pushing out the same, the same, say, color schemes, the same formats. What else is important on the personal branding or how, how to, to brand yourself? Well, I said, if you, if you start from scratch, and this is why recently created like a, just a free PDF that you can, for people who have literally, they get panicked. They are, oh, I don't know where to start. So they put it off, but you just want to start like looking at like 
know who you, you get to know who your target market is. You know what I mean? So yeah. you'll know when, so that helps you then write the content because you want to target these people. Then if you're writing the content, you're getting better at your content. Then when you put the content on a post or video or whatever it is, you have some sort of visual branding that represents. And if you're a personal brand, like you are the face of the company, that it very much represents you and you are your ideal client because you're essentially just one or two steps higher than the person who's looking at you. So you yeah. want it to represent you and you want it to then represent them. So creating some sort of visual content and sticking to it is ideal. And then after that, that's when you have uh, a strategy, a strategy, like which, what is your strategy of the platform, you know, try and master that. And then if you've got that and you start getting results, you can just take the same format and then, use it in, in different areas you know what i mean maybe you're now ready and you've written enough content mm -hmm. that you can build a website so you don't just go to a designer and go oh i need a website i've seen this template you know can you do that you know what i mean i mean if that's your, your the results you're going to get is a templated site with some content on it whereas really if you speak to someone say like my level has been in the industry you really want to be asking the questions what's what's your end result what do you want to get from this because it's all about people's end results and if someone says, I just want a pretty looking website, well, that's easy, you know, but that ain't going to get you any yeah. financial results. You need to have both. You need to have a, a stunning visual brand that represents you and your ideal client. You need to have yeah. content that they're, they're, they're willing to listen to or, or want to buy from. Um, yeah. And without the two together, it isn't going to work. And generally, obviously, like I say, one, in one way, in one area or another, we're probably further ahead in one maybe than the other. But the idea is not to get um, too, I suppose, too far ahead that the other one is actually becoming a, hin a hindrance. You know what I mean? So if someone was saying, like, I'm a seven-figure coach, right? But they had an apt, well, this just generally doesn't happen, but they had an absolutely awful online presence visually, like website, social media. Now, they must be doing something right with their content and how they communicate with people, maybe in person at events and stuff. But they... Yeah. And they might be earning seven figures, and that's great, but they're missing a trick because they could be earning even more if they sorted out the visual branding as well, whereas it can be flipped and someone could get somewhere pretty quickly early on by creating what looks like a very expert professional brand, but then they need to catch up and learn from other people of like, how do I write content? How, how do I get a business strategy? So it's knowing where you're at and knowing what your weaknesses are and where you need to improve. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, what are the steps? Would you say what What are the tips? Would you Would you say is important when growing your personal brand? I, I well, the tips I would do like in things. These are things people who have like no money necessary to invest, but they want to get started and want to go on the right track. Is in your spare time, you can. This should be actually quite fun. You can start looking at businesses doing what you want to do or something similar, and you can just research and find out what their brand message is and the funny thing is if you find out what their brand message is that's what their ethos is quite often you'll find that you there's words in there or sentences that you connect with which is why you were drawn to them. that show that they've done their job right you know because yeah when people come to me they go i really like uh this woman uh this website or i really like this woman yeah, and I go, yeah. you know i go okay that's great and i'll go yeah that's nice i go why do you like it and they go well I like the way it looks and i'll go okay but Tell me more. You know what I mean? A lot of the times, a lot of the people I follow, 
yes, I get the whole personal brand and I get the colors and I get like, if you're looking at websites, oh, well, I like that website. Oh, I like that color. Hmm. I like that way that works with that. But when I'm looking and following coaches or following um, people putting out content, I generally like the person delivering the content. Then I start to notice everything else afterwards. Oh, well, yeah. I like how he does that all the time. I like how he, you know, it, the, the way his Instagram follows with like a video, a quote, and then something else. So like, you know, you start to notice all these things after you've been hooked by the person and hooked by the message. Yeah. And do you know what? It, sorry, go, go on. No, no, I was going to say, do you know what? Well, because you know, people sort of tend to break down into three different areas. And the whole point is you want to cover them. Some people are audio digital, aren't they? Some people are kinesthetic and other people are visual. Yeah. So you are being grabbed by that person. Do you know what I mean? Other people might be grabbed by the words they say or write. And then there's people like me who would glaze over them in a second if I don't see something that catches my eye and goes, oh, that looks good. I like the way that looks yeah. good. Now I want... So you need to... That's the whole point in, in any company or business or these huge company uh, global brands is they've managed to master all three areas or all three types of people. So if they put an ad out on TV or online or anything that it's ticking all those boxes for all those different yeah. types of people. Um, and that's the key. That's the, that's the goal. Um, and if you are starting from scratch, you're not expected to know all this, but what I would say is just don't go and hire someone because your friends, uh, aren't knows a guy who, who did a good logo or do you know what I mean? It's like just spend yeah. a bit more time before you rush in and ask the right questions. Cause there is a lot you can do yourself. Like you can just start researching companies making notes looking at what they've done and um make you know start a pinterest board i say to people straight away start pinning things that grab your eye to do with companies like an ad they put out their website whatever it is and then once you've got that you can look back at it and start analyzing it and digesting it and really figuring out the mechanics behind it and why it's done this thing um as opposed to saying i like the look of it because we've all got an opinion but generally something might be designed well because it's got the right mechanics behind it to grab the ideal client's attention. So, yeah. And it's exactly the same with written content or the way you speak and you come across in person. Like if you're not consistent with it, uh, people don't like inconsistency. And, and that's, that's, that's difficult as well, isn't it? I think, yeah. um, you know, I've been trying to, I've tried to be pretty consistent and, and so far so good in releasing podcasts. The, the aim was I was going to release an, an interview every two weeks and then do a podcast with myself every week. And to be fair, I've probably I've stuck to the weekly podcast releases so far since since launching in, in kind of January time. However, I've kind of just launched interviews really and just, you know, found that interesting people. I am going to mix it up and I am going to, again, trial some things. Me and one of my other business partners who's got a the digital marketing agency uh, are going to trial some different things on marketing, branding businesses, video content, creating content, you know, the importance of a social presence and stuff like that. So we're going to trial some things and see how them goes. The interviews work very, very well. And I've had some great feedback for some of the interviews. So it is important that um, consistency is there because again, people do ask me now, when's the next episode out or when, when's your next release? And you know, I just say once a week, it'll be out this week. And, and I have released that. And I think that's important again, because and I have done this in the past on LinkedIn is I'll, I'll, I'll push out content every day, do something and then I'll get swamped with work and then yeah. not push out content. And then, you know, 
the work finishes and then I push out content and then swamp will work. So I don't haven't really dedicated that time yes. to the personal brand, to pushing the content out. I've pushed the content out, generated the sales, delivered the sales, then went back to the content where really what I should be always making time for. And, you know, some of the great people I follow in terms of content is they make sure at 8.30 every day it's in their diary. They're doing a Facebook Live or they're doing some content video creation. And I think it's so important that I start to do that and I start to be religious with, with what I'm pushing out. And that consistency is key. Yeah. And if you can stick with that, you, you will gain business just by being consistent, just by being there on LinkedIn or there on Instagram or there on Facebook, whatever your, your platform is and pushing out the content. Because you never know when that it's, you know, sales is there's an element of look right time, right place. And if someone just clicks on at that right time and sees your post, then it's, yeah. it's key that your yeah. message is there where they're not going yeah. to see your post from three weeks ago, are they? The way no. the algorithms work, they're only going to see your post from, from that day, yeah. really, or within the day, depending on how well your post has performed. So yeah. consistency is a, is a massive, massive one. Where would you say consistency ranks on, on the priority list on personal branding? Uh, I'd say it's, it's right up there. It's in the top, it's in the top three but it's, it's one of the hardest as well. It's literally one of the hardest because, again, as any human, it doesn't matter what you're trying to be consistent in, going to the gym, eating healthy, you know what I mean? Like being a good parent and not losing your temper, whatever it is. Like yeah. consistency takes time, as you know, and routine to, to build that. And often we, like I said, we will, we will naturally go to where we're getting results. We're getting satisfaction. So if you're getting results by putting content out, or getting uh, working, you're going to keep going there and you're not going to end up working on, say, like the visual branding side because you think, well, I've got no results from it or I've got to spend all this time doing it and I just, you know, I could spend this time doing this and I'll get money in. So it's just natural, mm-hmm. natural for us and to I all do, do that. I do get that. I get, I get that sometimes creating that video, putting that post out, creating that PDF e-document, you know, what you mentioned that you've created, which we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get links to in the in the description for anybody who wants to, to go and download that. I'll put it in the description of the podcast. Um, yeah, it's completely free. So, it's completely free, yeah. And that's what I mean. Sometimes creating that free content where you're not getting an instant return, sometimes it, it does take your focus off because you go, well, actually, if I do this bit of work, I'm going to get paid. Where if I spend that bit of time on that free content, well, it's for free, but it's so important that you do that and you yeah. put that time in because that will pay off down the line somewhere yeah. and it will pay off. And it's just about being consistent about pushing good content out. And, and sometimes I worry about And when I launched this podcast, I worried about being perfect, being, mm. you know, I didn't want to launch when I launched, I launched because I got a great guest and he wanted to record in December. And that guest was a, a guy called Paul Mort, who's a who's a you know yeah, fairly that one. yeah 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 he's a fairly recognised coach in the industry and you know spoke at Expert Empires. But I I launched early because Paul agreed to come and record it in December, so I had to just launch and figure out how to record him. We recorded that one, I think it was over Skype, which then I've learned Skype is not a great recording tool, and now I use yeah. Zoom. So we record over Skype. I didn't want to release it, but then Paul was part of James Smith, the, the fitness guy, the best-selling fitness author. Oh, he yeah, was coming yeah. over and doing a book tour. Well, Paul was coming on James's podcast, and James has got 
hundreds of thousands of followers. So I released my podcast and it did very, very well in the launch because when people were searching for Paul Mort and James Smith, my podcast came up in that search. So yeah. I was able to leverage what he was doing and what James Smith was doing to what I was doing. So I launched probably before I wanted to launch, but it's starting now get perfect latest, you know, yeah. as yeah. Rob Moore would say. And I, and, and I believe in that sometimes you've just got to be, you've got to not worry about what you say, not worry about, not, not worry about what you're saying, but just have a go. People yeah. want that yeah. polished article, that polished video, that polished post where just actually just put it out. And if you're yeah. consistent about putting it out, consistent about your message you're pushing out, then it will have an impact. So, yeah. I mean, I think the consistency is at different levels. And like you said, if you went out early then, maybe you didn't feel ready, but you did it. And then it, if you had that knock on effect that now I've got to continue, right? Um, yeah. And the thing is, if you took your ball off, you would have gone two, you know, two steps back. And it's about like then thinking, right, can I maintain this level before I go to the next level? It's no different with... Um, anything really like in visual, say visual branding like someone coming in just when i want branding done and a website done and i've had this quite a few times and i actually now um put people off uh, because because of this because people will see something shiny and go i want that right yeah and i use I, so many times i use car analogies there's so many good car analogies i don't know why but um everyone wants a ferrari right because a ferrari what does a ferrari say it says wealth it says expertise it says performance do you know what i mean it's the top end of say yeah. like a car right now there's some people out there that might be able to afford to buy that ferrari but a lot of the time they haven't realized that once you've bought it that you need to maintain it that means you need to afford yeah, going yeah. back to a ferrari garage because the good thing with a car uh, manufacturer over say like branding is there's no set rule like you could come to me and this is and i could build you something we did all the right process and i go like there you go here are all the tools this is what you need to do and i'm here available for you when you need to make changes and evolve, because this is just a start. People often think like, now I've got the branding and the website, that's it done and dusted, tick a box. That's not, it's the beginning. Whereas in yeah. the car manufacturing business, they're clever. They go, well, you know, you can't, if something goes wrong, you can't take this to old Joe Blogs down the road and get it in a regular garage. You've got to take it back to a Ferrari garage because they want to maintain their brand. So it's always, you know what I mean? At that level, you can't take it down the road to an average dealer. You have to go to a Ferrari garage. So the Ferrari is always maintained to its top performance. And you don't ever see, you know, a, someone driving a Ferrari around and it's, you know, scratched to hell up and it's dirty. You know, people, you know, when they reach that level, they want to keep it at that level. And that's, I think, yeah. what people miss with, say, visual branding as an example, that, you know, someone's got a shiny website, but if they launch it and it looks amazing and they've done all the hard work, but in six months' time, instead of, maintaining that level hiring the right people to keep it there they've decided to diy it themselves and then they've gone you know five steps back they've just wasted all their money there was no point in them doing it they should have just stayed at the level that they were at until they knew when they take that step up they can maintain it because that's what it's about it's about um consistency at a level and then stepping up and then being able to be consistent at that level and then stepping up again it's not about jumping three steps forward and then going back again does that make sense yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So what other tips then? What other tips would you get? So we've been consistent, you know, getting your branding right, getting your message, um, you know, in terms of your colours. What other things that you, is, is kind of in your top your top tips for uh, for personal branding? Well, depending on what uh, 
level you're at, I would say, like I say, a lot of people, I would say that with a consistency part, another tip would be to, like I said, try and do as much as you can yourself to educate. That's another tip people forget about is because, you know, like if you were going to get a plumber in or someone in to do a job, now quite often people go, oh, that person ripped me off and I had no idea or something. Well, whatever the subject is, try and educate yourself a little bit so you have some sort of knowledge because when it comes to you then hiring someone, you can tell the difference between someone who knows what they're talking about and someone who doesn't. Yeah. So if it's branding, I'd say, you know, don't put it off. First thing you can do, go online, Amazon, hire, uh, look at all the, the top branding books that are written or look at, again, a YouTube chat and try and watch ones that, that, that aren't necessarily, you know, trying to sell you something. They're basically just giving you a lot of free content and there's so much free content out there um, that you can digest. Um, and you'll see a consistency if you um, bought several books or follow different people online. That If they're all talking about the same thing, you know that actually this isn't yeah. one person just saying something. Yeah, yeah, I think there's enough information out there you can leverage, and I'm I'm key that if 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 you're going to grow and you're gonna you're gonna get busier, then you need to outsource certain things. So if you can outsource your design, if you can outsource your posts, if you, if you can outsource someone creating content, if you can outsource videography editing, then I'm a big believer you can outsource. And you know, there's some great platforms like um, Upwork and things like that where you can find some great people in terms of you know, editing videos, editing audio, publishing things, you know, for not a lot of money as well. So there is some great, there is some great, um, great uh, help out there. Sites like Upwork allow you to not only see the price that people are charging per hour, but you can see how much they've done on that website. You can see how much they've, they've made, how many reviews they've got. A bit like Amazon, you look at the reviews or you look at you know, TripAdvisor, you look at what reviews they've got. You can see what reviews they've got as videographers, as you know, editors, as audio editors, as publishers. So you can see what, what, they, what they've kind of done. So there's, I, I do believe in, in leveraging people because then that frees your time up to do more of what you do. Um, so that is yeah. a you know great bit of advice. Anything else? Any any other tips that you want to get in? Well, other than like I said, when you get to that stage, that the tip for that is like say because there's these people out there offering these services is is to make sure you educate yourself first because there are, you know what I mean. So you know because you could yeah. go on this Upwork and go I need a video editor, not knowing much about video other than you need it done for your videos, and it says oh this person is great or this person's great or that person seems to be a good price. I'll go with him. But if you don't even know, and then that person says to you, for example, say you give them a 20 minute video, right? And they, you just need uh, the front and end cut off because you've cocked up. Now, you don't know this necessarily because you haven't done yeah. the research, right? But I know this because I know how to video edit, that that would be a five minute job, right? Yeah. Now, they might come back to you and go, right, uh, yeah, so that's done. Uh, it took me three hours. And you've been charged three hours. So... You know what I mean? Like all I'd say is before you go on these places, the tip is to research the subject that you're trying to outsource so you understand it to at least a certain level because you don't want to get, like this, like I said, so many people out there offering you services at different prices that it's great when you find someone who does it for you and relieves that stress for yeah. you. But you yeah. want to make sure, as a business owner of, of anything at the top, like, you know, you need to know your business inside and out. You don't need to be the expert, but you need to know enough that when you're talking to an expert that you understand what they're saying and not yeah. just saying, okay, that's fine, and accepting it, you know? So that would yeah. be a, one of my major tips, to be honest, of what Riff. you could do. Um, so what about, you know, just 
to kind of finish things off is yeah. we're we're now living in a very uncertain time. Um, mm. as of you know yesterday, and you know when this goes out, yeah. potentially next week we still will be on lockdown. Yeah. Um, you know I see businesses kind of um doing a number of things at this minute in time because of coronavirus. They're they're letting staff go or shutting staff, furloughing staff. They seem to be, you know, shutting shops and I've been told to shut shops, bars, restaurants, things like that. So, you know, these places are being forced to shut. What would your advice or what would you say to businesses who have been forced to shut or restaurants and, and gyms and, and things like that? What should they be doing on their branding and their messages right now? What would they should would they be doing as businesses and how how can the branding, what you do now, help that business? Well, I think it's whether it's the business, obviously these businesses at certain levels, I'm sure, it, well, I'd like to think because they've got to that level that they're a well-known brand. They know what they're doing anyway. But the people maybe working for them or people lower down who are uh, like panicking, not sure what to do. I, it's all about um, diversifying and, and using this as an opportunity. Like don't sit around watching Sky News and going into panic. You know, if you're an individual or someone who works somewhere and you've got, a, you've recently started your own business or were thinking, now is the opportunity to just focus and get on with it because we're not going to get another, you know, you could look at this as like, oh, I'm not going to get paid or business is going to go, you know, down. But it's more about teaching you a lesson, like of no matter what level, like you need to diversitize your business. If it was a restaurant, sure, you're going to be told you've got to close. But did you have a takeaway service set up in place where you want yeah, to use like, you know what I mean? As a, as a general business, if you're someone who's, who's been dabbling in coaching or thinking about it, but now this is all happened with your job. Well, instead of going, how am I going to pay my bills? Now we know the government is going to keep changing and, and help people as much as it can. So instead of focusing on that and worrying about it, think, right, I'm going to, this is my kick up the ass. Cause we all normally as humans need something drastic to happen to, to take action and use yeah. As an action to say, do you know what? I am going to start my own business or I am going to change my business and make it go all online. I'm going to create a course now instead of meeting up with people one on one because I have to. And if I don't, then what other choice have I got other than sitting around and knowing that you're going to get nowhere? So now is a perfect time to to understand that this is this is happening for us. And yeah. to put it into perspective this week is this week. You know, since last week, my son's been isolated due to having asthma. So he left school last Wednesday. So we're nearly approaching a full week in terms of self-isolation at home, yeah. in terms of that. So I've spent more time with my children. I've still been able to get as much work done, dipping in and out. I've learned how to actually work from home. I mean, we took offices on and I go to work and go into an office to feel like I'm going to work. But actually, I'm, I'm learning a new way of working, working from home. I'm finding communication a lot better with clients because I'm not wasting time on meetings and traveling. You know, I've just had an email from our fuel card company asking, strangely enough, asking, want to know what we're doing as a business, how it's happening, and why the dip in current fuel <laughs> consumption, which is crazy because everyone's been told to go home. So that's why there's a dip in fuel. So I'm not spending as much money. Granted, there's been some challenges on getting our business online on certain businesses that we've got. So we're not making as much money yet, but there is opportunities to get business online, which we've been talking about for months. But now our hand has been forced to get business online. Yeah. You know, me and my wife attend a fitness boot camp and 
this month I was gonna I was gonna stop because I've been training for a triathlon, doing a lot of biking, a lot of swimming, a lot of running, so I haven't been able to get there. And then obviously this this happened, so I decided to pay pay them, and and I've been able to attend more fitness classes because it's working from home, fitness from home. And so I sent them a message and said, look, I'm going to continue. I think now is a more important time to support local businesses and keep on going. Um, sent them a message, and and the you know the message I got back was, yeah absolutely over the moon, overwhelmed by the support we're getting and people continue to support us. We did trial online um, online fitness a, a number of years ago. We didn't get it right. It didn't work out. So we we binned it off and they never revisited that again until now. And now they're getting it right. Imagine they'd revisited that yeah. years ago and got it right. And, yeah. you know, the online community is even bigger than the face-to-face -face because you can reach more people across the world online. You can only reach so many people living in your local community who are going to attend your actual class. So this this could have major benefits for people, oh, but yeah. you're right. If you bury your head in the sand and watch Sky News every day, you're going to come out this very, very depressed. Where if you actually think of what can we do and action things and, and start a business, get online, get things moving, you know, coaching, you could be... You know, ideally, you know, we 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 want to launch a mastermind where we're going to be supporting business and business owners, and we've been planning this for a while, and we've been putting things together, and probably procrastinating more than anything else, and not getting things right, and not launching before it's right. Where now is probably the perfect time. Yeah. You know, people are struggling, people need help, people need support, and even if it's just the end of the phone or or virtual virtual mastermind rooms where they can get support from other businesses that are doing well. Um, yeah. So now was probably the perfect time to launch and 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 get there. And I I suggest that you know probably people if they haven't got an online presence, they need to create a brand, create a message, create everything, and do it within a very very short space of time. Because some businesses have no other option. It's either that or they just wait for wait for this to blow yeah. over. Which we don't know how long this is going to be, do we? No, no, exactly. But it is about making like steps and like knowing that you're invested. Like, yeah, you're not going to get an instant return necessarily. But again, it's it's and it's not about like oh panic, also rush in, start my business, hire this person. You you know you can do move very quickly and make the right calls and research the right people before paying them and invest, yeah. or investing in them. But you can make things happen. You know, really quickly. You know, like for example. If someone said to me, I needed you to create me a personal brand and be online with a, uh, a small website, um, with a, a strategy of how to use a certain platform online, everything like that in place. Now that could technically, if they did the work I set them, you know what I mean? Be done in as quick as four weeks. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's doable. These things are doable quite quickly if you keep your head down and you are an action taker. Whereas if you go into panic mode and think, oh, how much have I spent on this or that, you're just going to go around in circles. You need to know that now is, like I said, the time to, if you were thinking about it going online, to, to do it. Because you're never going to get another opportunity to be at home. Because even if you are working from home, the level of work you're doing is not the same as in the office. You have a lot more spare time that you could be focused and not watching Netflix or yeah. Or, or looking around for something to do. You just got to literally, and that's what I'd recommend in this current climate, because I've worked from home for about a, permanently for about a year or so now with my wife. Yeah. And I just, if you can, even if you live in a flat, I mean, I'm lucky enough that I've got a garden and stuff, but you know, just get an area that is counted as your area, or at least for a certain point in the day. I mean, when you're that area, it means you're not to be bothered. You know what I mean? So yeah. I've got a son, you know, 
he's off school now, but we've given him, we've followed his timetable at school. It's like, so that's this amount of hours you're in your room studying this. We will test you on this in the evening. You know what I mean? You have a break. We're going to do exercise with you. We, you know, take turns in the morning to do exercise. You're still getting, you know what I mean? You've just got to set a routine and change things up a bit because as you yeah. said about like the gym thing or, or exercise this company, if they'd gone back and revisited that, they'd be well primed for this now, really set up yeah, to earn yeah. a lot of money. They'd be like, like, a, like Joe Wicks, you know? I mean, that guy, yeah. I mean, I trained with that guy. He did a boot camp before he was famous in Richmond. He used to do like a, a park boot camp. Might be similar. Yeah, to he did, yeah. Yeah, I, I used I'm to, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I used to go to his, I did, you know, and have a chat with him. It was a really good workout. And then, yeah, suddenly, you know, I, I, I moved away from the area. About a year later, he's everywhere. on some books, you know what I mean? All online. And, yeah. um, and now, this morning, a million, nearly yeah. well, nearly a million, just short of a million children did PE with him this morning. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I mean, imagine that. Imagine if he'd never went online and just still did his boot camp. There, w- there wouldn't be a million people attending Richmond Fields this morning no. doing a boot camp. Well, one, you wouldn't be allowed to, no, and two, right. you know. So it's 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 that is the power of of creating a brand and the power of the message and the power of being consistent because you know he's been consistent i remember when he talked about just pushing videos out and was doing daft things about you know throwing the rice in the microwave from from across the room and and editing the video down and stuff like that so you know but he's just been consistent and, and and he's just an advocate of 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 how to do it right i suppose and you know and what he's doing now that's all free what he what he did this morning which yeah. my children and we all did as a household. And yesterday morning, nearly a million people live. And I think it was 800,000 live yesterday. And over two or three million people have watched it since. All of that is free. He yeah. doesn't charge for that. But no. what that's doing to his personal brand, when he does release yeah. a book, it's a bestseller. When he does release a DVD, it's a bestseller. Yet all of his content, everything, if you want to train at home with Joe Wicks, it's absolutely free. But when he releases a home workout DVD, it's a sellout. But yet you can log on to YouTube and do the same workout. That is the power of personal branding right there, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. And he's, like I said, he's, he got so far, got the right advice. And, you know, as he got bigger and bigger. And yeah. and and it's the difference. Like you said, I mean, yeah, uh, earlier on, he mentioned that, like footballers and that. You know what I mean? Like, think about how many footballers' names could be mentioned worldwide that everyone knows if you're not into football, you know, David Beckham, people, you know what I mean? Like everyone knows that name worldwide. Um, not just because of him being a footballer, but he got that big initially from being good at his original skill. He then diversified and became an actual personal brand. Whereas yeah. there's other footballers who might've been better than him or just as good as their trade, but they were happy to just be like, that's what I'm about. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, they were happy with the they were happy with the millions they got, whereas Beckham thought, I want billions and I want to have a bigger yeah. impact. And he was able yeah. to get the right advice from the right people. And everyone makes mistakes along the way or has had an off day or said something they shouldn't or you know what I mean? But it, yeah. you know, if you generally are consistent and trying your best, um, you're gonna get results. And that's across all platforms as we've discussed. It's not just I, I'm not one to come on here and say you know, if you haven't got a pretty brand, you're not doing very well. It's, but it is a key factor in, in yeah. or one, one of the key factors when you want to te- take a step up and like, you know, elevate yourself. Well, yeah, and I think that's great. And, I, you know, I've really enjoyed this. And I think it's, it's key that people will take some very, you know, interesting 
information from creating a personal brand. So the last couple of questions that I kind of ask most of my guests is, if you could attend a dinner party, you can invite three guests, alive or dead. Um, There's me and you at the dinner party. Who would your three guests be and why? Oh, God. I've got to answer that quick. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Jeez. You know I'm going to come away going, oh, no, can I change it to this one? Yeah, so it's a question where you you kind of think of someone and then you put, you you know, you come off and you go, oh, I should have invited this person. But Yeah. Um, I would go with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I'm trying to get one from different sort of areas that I, I love. Dave Chappelle. I'd go Jack Nicholson. Okay. And Muhammad Ali. Wow, great. The list, the list could go on, though. But do you know what I mean? I'm not going to overthink it. I just suddenly thought three areas I like, sort of comedy, entertainment, and sport, and those are the three names that popped in my head. Excellent, excellent. So any of the guests, if they want to find out how to find you, where you'll be, what, what's kind of your links and things like that? Uh, yeah, so the easiest way is obviously just go to my website, www.johncarden.graphics. Um, and then yep. you can find me from there. Obviously, I am on Facebook yep. and, main, and mainly, like say, yourself and LinkedIn. Um, so either way, they can add me through those sites. But that freebie um, I mentioned again, I'll give you the direct link. But you can um, you can also get that directly from my website as well. So it's about just yeah. subscribe. Well, I'll put all your links in any. You know, we'll get your links sent. Over. Yeah. I'll put all the links in the bio um, of the podcast yeah. and. Um, Yes, great. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for being a guest. Thanks. Thank you, mate. It's been really, really enjoyable. Really appreciate you uh, letting me come on, and uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, to hearing it. And uh, yeah, any any uh, advice anyone wants, they know where I am. Same with you. It's all about us, like helping each other out as much as we can. uh, Yeah, great.